It's time to rock and roll! Hey, how you doing, listeners? This is uh, Gina Versa. We're uh, here with another episode of the Waffle Press uh, Movie Podcast. I'm uh, joined by my co-host, Diego Crespo. Hi, thanks for doing the intro today, man. Oh, yeah. Did it well, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, killing today- it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, today's like a special episode. It's kind of like a PSA of sorts. We wanted to uh, put this together to talk about the uh, Writers Guild strike. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, information, things going on. So we thought we would have a, a guest from uh, the WGA to talk about it. Um, I had uh, my good friend Jordan Mitchell. Uh, you've been on the podcast a few times before, so it's good to have you back. Yeah, no, it's great to be back. I think I've only been, if I'm not mistaken, just once. I think for that Black Panther episode, I could I, I could be wrong though. I could be wrong, but you were, um, okay. yeah, but no, but it's but it's great to be here. You guys, I didn't, yeah, um, and be a representation for the for the WGA. I know I try to, you know, do my best here. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, it's great. Uh, you know, I love I love to be a part of it. Definitely, yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit bit about yourself? Um, like what shows you worked on? Just kind of you as a writer. Yeah. So um, it's a little bit about myself. Uh, I joined like, my, my my pathway to WGA was a little bit a little different. Um, so in 2019, I applied for the uh, for the um, Nickelodeon writing program, which is a fellowship for uh, for new emerging diverse voices. Um, and Paramount slash Nickelodeon does this kind of does this has this program. It's kind of like an internship, but essentially you, you you're brought in um, along with maybe a couple other writers to sort of hone your skills, learn more skills. Um, we, we do improv classes. It's kind of like it's kind of like a boot camp. And I got into I, I applied for that in 2019, got into it at 2000, like in Thanksgiving 2019. I'm um, along with another writer. In 2020, I, I was in that that program where you get paid. Essentially, you go to the headquarters. Now, in 2020, the um, COVID happened. So a lot of that was remote as well. Um, so I did that and, and that extended for about for almost about a year. And then after, as results of that program, um, I was able to, um, using some connections there, my my one of my sample scripts have gotten around to um, to a few people in um, in the TV departments at um, at Paramount, and I was able to get on staff on iCarly, um, the, not the original iCarly, uh, but the reboot that's on Paramount Plus uh, right now. So I was able to get on that as a, as a staff, and the staff is kind of like the the lowest level of, of paid writers. I mean, that was really fun. That was also a, a Zoom room. Um, and that was uh, the showrunner for that was Ali Shouten. Um, so shout out to her for um, for hiring me. And um, so, yeah, I was on that for about about a, about six months uh, on, on that show. And it did, did really well on Paramount Plus, one of their better shows. I mean, their better performing shows, I should say. And um, and after that, you know, it got kind of rough for me. Or at the very least, like it just things kind of dried up a little bit um, when it came to hiring. Um, so I was off of that show and then it took about eight months or so until I was able to, um, to get on Raven's home. You can see my Raven's home hat. Um, so yeah, so I was on Raven's home. I got on that in October of 2022. So yeah, so sometimes being in this business as a, as a writer, especially as a young writer, you can, you can get on a show and things can start to kind of happen for you. And then there could be a, a pretty long instance of you not, maybe not getting landing meetings or being able to get read so it's 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 very um there's a lot of ups and downs um to being a writer even even in being a wj similar to you know being an actor or anything that's that's sort of gig related um and then so that's essentially how i my 
career sort of started in. And we just, we had just, not just wrapped up, but in May, once the writer's strike happened, we had two episodes left of shooting for Raven's Home that we weren't able to shoot, unfortunately. We did finish the this uh, the season finale because we knew that the strike was probably going to happen. So we filmed that ahead of time. Hmm. Um, so yeah, we had two episodes in, um, left to, 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 to write. I mean, not to write, but to film. We never, we never ended up doing it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's the rough of how I've kind of gotten to, to where I'm at, at least, um, writing wise. Yeah. You, uh, can you talk a little bit about like the process of what it was like joining? So it's like, you know, get kind of, you know, uh, you pay, pay dues, uh, initiation, things like that. Yeah. So, um, so the initiation and, and mind you, I, it kind of, I don't even really remember like, like joining, joining, but I just remember mm-hmm. I, I, like a lot of that process is kind of done by my, by my reps. I'm, I was uh-huh. rep by CAA and I had a manager at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but essentially, I mean, you do pay a, once you, let's say if you get staffed on a show, right, you do pay a, um, a two, a $2,500 initiation fee, um, which, you know, I mean, it, that is what it is. Um, and then um, your dues are essentially, so every, let's say every time you get a paycheck or every, like your revenue for X amount of months on a show, you basically have to pay um, um, 1.5% of your, of your writer income um, per quarter. So there's three quarters, I believe, per year. So you have to pay that 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 1.5 and yeah and you have to calculate and the, the sucky thing is you have to calculate all that yourself often the dbj doesn't doesn't do it so you kind of have to there's a lot of work you kind of have to do on your end to um to, to make sure that you're paying your dues and that you're paying the right amount of dues um and then what what i just found out is um in order to become a member you have to have 24 credits or 24 units i believe not yeah units um so 24 units is, so basically like, for example, if you sell a script, that's 24 units. So if you sell a script, you're going to be automatically being a WGA. If you get hired to write a script, which I was hired to write a script for iCarly. Um, so that was how I got into the WGA. If you do something that we like to call a polish, um, that's um, six units, mm. uh, right? Yeah. Units, six units. So if you, so if you're hired, so let's say if you're, if you're just starting off and you get hired to polish a script, you wouldn't technically be in a WGA just yet. You would need to do that. What's, what's 24 divided by six, four times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if you rewrite a script and then that's, uh, that's 12 units. So, um, and those, those are like really the main four ways. It's like, if you, let's say if you do two rewrites, that's 24, if you do a number of polishes, but if you, if you sell a script, if you get hired to write a script, then you're automatically in the WGA. And, you know, they'll send you like, they'll, they they send you um, um, packages and stuff like that and thing, things to fill out. So it's it's relatively streamlined. I honestly, like, I honestly don't remember joining, mm-hmm. but I remember getting this stuff in the mail about it and and obviously having to like pay the fee and all that. And, and you know, and just and it, it, that stuff would just kind of come out of your your first paycheck. You know, you take your first paycheck and, and you know, and being even being a staff writer pays relatively well. So it's not going to. They, they they make sure that that these fees are not gonna you know make a, a a dent in your income yeah yeah definitely um kind of going off of that um what, what's been like the biggest benefit just kind of uh for being in the union of the wj for like you know you're on iCarly you're on uh, raven's home just kind of being the like a uh, writer on those shows help you out yeah i would say some of the biggest benefits are um i mean it, 
one will be the the biggest thing would be the health insurance um yeah. and and being able to have re really good health insurance and and um dental and things of this nature and it's all again it's all like more or less kind of streamlined uh, for you for them i mean there's like things you have to apply for that you have to put put in work to make sure that you're all insured and that you're good to go um but yeah that that was been especially lately been a big benefit uh, for me um, but also, I mean, the, in terms of making sure that, you know, like the unions and the writers guild, they, they definitely have your back and mm -hmm. to make sure that you're being paid on time, that you're that you're being properly credited for your work um, and things of that nature. So it's so it's really like you have like this, I don't want to say like a gang, but you have like this team of people, uh. you know, that behind you that have been that have been where you you have been, you know, because because. Damn, the vast majority of the people on a WGA, especially these higher ups, they they've also been in the staff writer or the, the lower positions. They they they've been there, so they want to make sure that that you are 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 um if you as a new member are making that you're getting paid and and that things are are going that you're being credited properly and that things are working out for you. So that I think I think like the so insurance and I would say the support. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's like, you know, a lot of these people, you know, a lot of the like studios or what have you, they definitely, you know, don't have your back sometimes, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, we're, we're going to get into it. But, you know, hearing some of these CEOs and executives talk, it's like, they sound like uh, Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. <laughs> it's health insurance. What could it cost? $500 or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, the thing about it is just like, and in, in even with like SAG, it's, and in, in people, and I just want to also people, whoever's listening, because there's there's a little bit of a, um, there's a little bit of this cynicism when it comes to writers, a little bit, especially now, Ooh. you know, I mean, there's a, there's a political element to it. There's a social element to it. But even when it comes to, to SAG and actors, but just but just know people listening that maybe out of, like for SAG, for example, only about 2% or 3% of, of actors in SAG are, are the big stars, are the ones that are, you know, are the elite, the ones that are making a lot of money, you know, the the, the Denzel Washingtons, the Chris Pratt's, the Chris Hemsworth and, and all that such, right? And then the, the 90 you know, the the ninety eight percent of these of these actors are are working actors. These are these are mm -hmm. people you know who drive regular cars and and have regular sometimes apartments. Sometimes they they work on a job and sometimes you might see them waiting tables and some and things of this nature. And there's some and it's, it's similar, very similar to um to to writers. So a lot so these writers who are who are out there striking and protesting, um, these are not people who are strike. Most of these people are not striking and protesting and going back to the Teslas and at their home in Calabasas. You know, they, this is again not saying that's you know some of them are definitely there's there's some are, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but but the vast majority of these people are working class are working class people and the CEOs that you're that you're referring to, you know they they I think a lot of them have this warped sense of reality because of 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 how you know how they live and and how they they make their money and how they kind of view the world and um so yeah so what you're saying about the whole that comparison didn't surprise me yeah no definitely very yeah very well said because it's like yeah that's that's a really good point to make because it's like yeah you know a lot of people you know that work on shows they're just like us you know regular people like you know like working you know working class dudes so yeah i mean yeah at the, at the end of the day it's yeah people just have a job you know it's like we love this. It's like it, there is a sense of romanticism. I think we have to have about it to devote our, our lives to this. But you know, a job's a job. Like sometimes it could be a little tiring. And you know, lately this it seems like to be very tiring towards people in in the industry in the guild. And 
Uh, it's unfortunate. And I've, I just want to also say that I've seen some criticism like, oh, this is the writing we're defending. You know, someone will like put a little screen cap of dialogue. Be like, this is like what I don't know. I've seen some shit where people are, are yeah, no, like, they're, they're ragging exactly. on stuff that they don't like in a time like this. And it's like it doesn't matter. A human yeah. being made that and they need to be taken care of because yeah. th they have the resources to be taken care of. But, but most of uh, but I'll, I'll tell you something. And this is somebody who's just been in and who, who's actually seeing from from the process of of being in the writer's room to the note session to the rewrite to all of it from 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 top i've seen it for the most part and not all of it you know like there's still a lot that i gotta learn but i've seen quite a quite a bit and what people got to understand about about right when they're complaining about writing and all that it's like the flash for example let's just use that movie um yes. Chris, christina hodson wrote wrote the movie you know I, i'm not a big fan of the movie and a lot of people probably weren't weren't or were whatever right it's not a review on the movie but um just know that the vast majority of the time when you're seeing a person write, it's not a lot of those decisions in the movie is not was not up to them. They are being hired to write a thing. Right. So so a lot of times when you're seeing when you're seeing um, something, maybe a piece of dialogue, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not absolving the writers of when you, when you see bad writing, you know, I'm not going to mm -hmm. do that. However, in a lot of cases, you do have you have studios, you have you know, you have showrunners and stuff it's, it's and such. So sometimes you like, you know, a writer can get credited for for an episode, but 90% of the of the things that you see that are being written and said, the dialogue and such, the decisions are were not that that credited writers choices, you know. So yeah. so I just it just to be mindful. I just I think people to be mindful of, yeah, like you know, you might have criticism of 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 um some of the writing that you might see in, in, in TV shows and, and, and such, but, but just know that it's a little bit kind of deeper than that. It's not like all these, we're just, they're just bad. Like they, they suck anyway. Let's whatever it's, mm -hmm. there's just a, there's just a bit more to it. And I just want people to, um, to just not be completely ignorant about, about some of this stuff. And I, and I know that they still will be, but, um, that's neither here nor there, I guess, but I just yeah. want to, I did want to address that because it's something I'm like, when people say, yeah, this person wrote this. Oh, it's like, yeah, there's there's a showrunner, there's a there's there's mm -hmm. there's the executive producer who gave that certain note, there's star who wasn't gonna say this certain line. Like there's a whole lot of things besides just the writer that you're whose name you're reading on the screen for five seconds when it appears, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely other things to take into consideration. Yes. Yeah. So you know, but um yeah, no, definitely. Um one more thing, I guess, before we go and kind of the, uh, you know, next part of the discussion. Uh, what was the, uh, can you talk a little bit about kind of, because I believe it's been, uh, it was the end of May the strike started. So I think it's like something like 40, 50, like working days since mm -hmm. then. But, and you said you uh, kind of, you guys filmed the finale. What was the, what was like kind of the, the vibe like right before like the strike happened? Like, you know, because there was um, some, you know, back and forth between uh you know the studio and uh the writer's guild and everything so is it gonna seen it yeah. yeah it was it was just a lot of uncertainty i mean we were still working we were still working that that day it, but but i'm um, on that day we kind of we all kind of came in we kind of sort of knew that it was probably the last day so uh, we went into offices we we packed up you know it was like a goodbye but mm. we could be back on monday it was that sort of sort of deal very very strange i mean we we went out to um we went out to dinner as a as a, at least most of us did um as a writer's room 
that night and and just kind of still awaiting our fate <laughs> yeah. uh, that yeah. was I mean, it was just a weird sort of i mean obviously no one wanted to strike you know uh, i think most of us i'm not going to speak for everybody but uh, you know most of us um you know voted in favor of the strike and it sucked because it's like you know we we knew that we sort of had to so it's like even though like sure you know, and a lot of people who you know and it sucks even myself included but a lot of people who were who were still working you know you don't want to strike because you know you might have stuff in development and we got people who who have worked very hard and have gotten right to the cusp of of maybe having something being sold or something you know being in production or something being shot and it's like you get right to it you know and then um and then the, the strike, you know, it's like it's like dang, you know, but but you have to do it. It's like um, yeah. like it reminds me not to bring up another superhero film, but the Ooh. but the, the guy the Blue Beetle. I forget the guy's name. Um, Zolo. I don't want to. I don't want to mispronounce his name. Oh, I, I think it, I think it is Zolo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zolo, the guy. The, I don't know his last name, but he was the star of Cobra Kai. And you know, I looked up his IMDb page, and this was his first starring movie. He's only been in like maybe two or three movies, and his this this movie is like wow. It's like all this is all leading to him starring in a DC superhero film mm -hmm. and because of the sack strike, he's not able to do promotion on his movie. And, and, and he probably, depending on how long that the, the sack strike lasts, he might not even be able to go to his own film premiere. Yeah. So, um, so that, so like the timing of a strike is never, is never going to be good timing because, you know, it might be okay timing for some, because, you know, there, you got some writers who've been working for, for, you know, on two or three shows in a row when they're in there. And so they can, they could use a little bit of a break, but for a lot of writers, you know, it's, they, they can't, you know, they can't afford to go. I mean, we're on like day 70 something. I, after I missed, I lost count. Yeah. yeah um, just just writers, a quick clarification. The strike did start May 2nd, Gene. Oh, yeah, okay. um, so but but the vast majority of writers, I mean, you know, thank God I don't I don't have kids, you know, I just I got this this dog that I'm watching that that's the most it's like uh but uh but you know you got you have people who have families, people who have homes and mortgages and 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 you know student loan payments or 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 tuition payments for their kids or like so it's never a convenient time, but but we had to um just to ensure the rights for not just you know in the um, in the short term, but also in the in the long term, and and for for decades and decades to come. So, yeah, no, definitely because it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I did watch that video of uh, you know, the actor from Blue Beetle, and that was a that was a bummer because it's just, you know, you know, he wanted to like you know promote this movie that he worked hard on, but yeah, the you know the right thing to do is yeah, stand together with you know his guild and fellow actors and everything yeah. so mm -hmm. yeah it's always good to uh to do the right thing yeah at the end of the day so yeah and I, I, the last thing i'll say on that is that but the reason why you have to do it is because you know that the people before you right whether you're an actor or a writer the the, the people in these unions before you have fought and made sacrifices for you currently to be in a position where you're at now so i'm able to have health care i'm able to have you know to, to have certain protections when it comes to credits and things of this nature and, and, and the pay that I have and all that, um, at least from, from, from the shows, and not now, I'm not on, on the show now, I'm unemployed, mm -hmm. uh, but um, I was able to have those things because of the people who made the sacrifices back in the 60s, back in the in the 70s and 80s, and the, the right, even the writer's strike that happened in 07. Um, so, so it's like, you, so you, this, is a, this is basically you doing your part, um, you know, just like how the people before you did their part. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, you know, very well said. Um, I guess like kind of going off of that, we were the previous writer strike. It was two thousand seven to two thousand eight. Um, yep. I believe it started. 
October and then ended like February or so. And uh, yeah, just kind of touching on that because it's like, I think we were big TV fans at the time. Um, you know, why writers are like so important because it's like you saw the, the drop off in quality for like some of those shows. Like, I'm not sure if any of you guys watched uh, Heroes. Yeah, here, yeah, I feel like Heroes. That's kind of the, I mean, mm-hmm. not, not, not the hijack you're pointing, but you're so right. That's the one everyone goes to because that was like a breakout sensation. It, it was ahead of the curve on the superhero boom. You know, it's like you just have the X-Men, Spider-Man. Nolan just started as Batman, but it's not what it was now. And that was like a, a, a medium defining show for the first season. You know, like you could argue whether or not it holds up. That first season was a phenomenon. Right. And then season two happens and, you know, it's, it's just rolls off a cliff. Yeah. Um, and I maybe I'm mistaken, so I won't, I won't name the show, but I remember one sure. show kept airing and they hired writers for um, individual episodes, but they didn't staff them. So they were, I think they were scabbing. Mm. Um, I, I I don't remember the show for certain, but I just remember that even made the news waves. And I would be shocked if something like that happens this time, only because, I mean, maybe it's different from different points of view, but I've seen so much support for the both strikes happening now mm-hmm. uh, prior than what I saw in 2007, 2008. And we were much younger, you know, maybe we yep. missed it back then because we just didn't have access to the stuff we have access to now. Um, but I remember people being like, yeah, those writers should just get back to work. Like, I remember there not being like that much public support outside of the industry versus now I'm having conversations with my godparents, you know, and they're like, hey, so what's what's happening with that? Like, why aren't they paying the writers? You know, like that's the beginning of the yeah. conversation now. And I also want to really say, because I, I didn't, at least with the 2007 writer strike, I, cause I didn't I didn't really I watched a little bit of Heroes, but I never mm-hmm. I never kept watching it. But I did remember the drop off in movies and 2009 yeah. was probably one of the worst summers <laughs> for movies. Yeah. It, it, you know, I think uh, Quantum of Solace suffered, mm-hmm. you know, Daniel Craig. Revenge of the Fallen. I Revenge of the Fallen, yeah. um, Terminator Genesis. Um, and what was another movie? Um, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. I, find, which uh-huh. I find to be interesting Oh. That in both instances where we have a Wolverine and a Deadpool movie, oh. <laughs> that will probably prevent because even in, in the Deadpool three, where Wolverine uh-huh. they finally came back after I don't know however many years because it because he was in X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Yep. Now ah, Hugh Jackman is back. All right, a strike. Damn, we can't we can't do it. We should have did it mm. earlier. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Funny, um, but uh, yeah, um, you were mentioning the um, uh, Diego. You were mentioning your godparents and the support. I I think the reason why there is a lot more support now, probably. I mean, I'm not I, again. I was young too. I wasn't. I would. I didn't even know that was really a writer strike. I was just like, why are these movies in 2009 so bad? <laughs> um, yeah, I had no idea. Um, but I, I think it's just because there's a lot more transparency. Mm. There's a lot more transparency in regards to, I think, because, you know, we, we TikToks and social media. And so we so we we know how much these CEOs are making. We know how much roughly these these movies are generating. We like it's like we know like a show like like Wednesday. We know it was super successful. We know that that Squid Game and 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 Stranger Things, whatever the show, you know, it, they're making people are watching them. House of the Dragon. We know, you know, we get it. We we see the the enormous budgets on these movies, and 
And I think that even with the whole AI, which I know we're going to get into, I, I mm -hmm. think it's, it's just, we know that the money is there. We know, we know that the, yeah. that the money is there and the WGA is not, they're not asking for a, a significant chunk of it really. And then when we look at how much the CEOs are making, it's like, it, it just, it, there's kind of things just kind of aren't adding up. So I think that people are being a little bit more kind of sympathetic or empathetic, which, whichever word is right. Uh, yeah. towards that. Um, but I will say though, I was on a picket line. I know we're going to talk about the picket line stuff later, mm -hmm. but I was on a picket line and I was picketing and I, and, and a guy kind of was passing by, mind you, it was around like 1030 and a guy was just passing by the picket line and kind of shouting at the riders and maybe he was drunk. I don't know, but yeah. um, telling the riders, you guys got to get, you guys should get back to work. You lazy, you know, cursing and all this other stuff. And then I, I said something, I'm like, wait a minute, sir. It's, it's 1030 on a Tuesday and you're not at work. So, <laughs> so, you're not at work. Why are you not at work, sir? Everybody, if you, if you were employed, usually mm -hmm. work at 1030 on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> usually you know what i'm saying i could see if it was like i could see if it was you know like noon or like three it was a it was 10 30 he was just walking around <laughs> in his you know yeah you know. i don't anyways, think he had an answer for that <laughs> yeah anyways um yeah so, uh, so, so you, still, you still have um so you still have that criticism i i i know just just look at any any comment section but at the same time i th I do think that you have people who are like yeah you know this is kind of this is kind of messed up they're taking advantage of these people yeah yeah i, I feel that too you know it's just the, like the general sort of like you know to be like well, yeah like more like empathetic right now you know seeing just like random people um just like you know respond to this or you know you have like stuff where i guess that goes to the next point um i know i was watching like a like a tiktok this morning i think like someone sent it to me but it's like uh they said it like really illustrated like the writer strike, but it was um it was like Snoop Dogg he was talking about it and he was like saying like you know I'm not sure has, any, has anyone seen that or he's just like where yeah, you know? basically basically he said if I if if you have you know 100 million streams you know shouldn't you be able to I, I forgot how we laid it out but essentially yeah. have X, if you have a billion streams like how come you the the, the money is not sort of translating yeah something like that I don't I don't want to misquote him. Yeah, and you know you have like stuff where it's like uh, you know the video of like I know it's for a different strike, but like Sean Gunn, he's talking about like uh, you know he was on uh, Charmed, he was on Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls for Gilmore Girls. I think every season. Yeah, and he's saying like he doesn't make like any residuals from like the show that like Netflix has like made so much money from. So it's like you know I'm glad like you know information I guess through like social media or things like that it's getting out to like you know regular people and just kind of like you know they're connecting with it yeah i yeah. i want to i want to also further clarify sean gun comments too so gilmore girls aired on what became the cw i don't remember for starting the cw but that's what it became yeah um, so you know you get residuals from those reruns which i think a lot of people know about now it does not nearly as as uh they're not compensated by them now as they were before and they're definitely not compensated by them on streaming services which gilmore girls blew up there which is why they did the the new season which i, I haven't seen any of gilmore girls but you know i know it's a big hit everyone knows it's a big hit especially Sean Gunn, who, you know, was able to have, uh, uh, you know, a nice start to his career. He's spoken about other acting struggles he had afterwards, but it did mm -hmm. give him his start um, uh, in a way that, you know, he didn't need James Gunn to survive as an actor. He could have his own career without that, you know? Um, and he, that's what he's, he's clarifying that with the Netflix yeah. stuff. There's just, there's no, 
nothing else. There's no bonuses. There's no anything from all the success they've had as a company with it. And it's not yeah. their show. <laughs> like they didn't do yeah. anything. They just yeah. they just have the streaming rights sometimes. Yeah. Um, I guess like kind of going off of that, Jordan, um, can you talk a little bit about um the job, the WGA, um, what their kind of like stances or you know, demands are from like, you know, studio streaming service uh on just uh the writers being properly like compensated through like specifically streaming that's like kind of one of the, the things yeah so so overall i mean i think I, I think i've really boiled it down to about three or four main points so the first point would be just increase increased pay um so about there was a time where about th- there's minimums for how much a writer can get can get paid so so let's just say your staff and the minimum is it's not this but let's say the, the minimum is like around like i don't know like 90 to 100 that that's the minimum okay let, that's the minimum that you that and I, i'm not sure it, that don't don't use those numbers but i'm just as as a as truth but let's just say that's the minimum it's like you know sometimes you can negotiate for a little bit more you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. just depending, depending upon your pedigree depending upon you know your previous experience you know what you what your your um your agent or manager is able or your agent is able to basically um to negotiate for you but we've gone to a point where in the past, you know, about 33% of roughly 33% of people, I mean, of writers were paid at the minimum rate. And now it's it's closer to 50%. Um, and the pay overall for writers has decreased over time um, in the past few years to like to uh, 14%. Um, I'm just, again, I just, these are some numbers that I've, I've really, I've jotted down. Mm-hmm. Um, so so overall, we're just looking for just, 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 just slightly increased pay uh, for writers. Um, another thing would be in term, in terms of streaming would be um, not necessarily better residuals, but they understand that the residual system for streaming is flawed. Unfortunately, um, these these streamers do not share um, numbers of viewership. So if I have a show on Netflix, I don't know if if it's you know how many. I, I think there's ways to to measure. I'm not quite sure what they are. I, I know I think that they are because I've I've watched some some content creators were able to get the numbers of, of hmm. viewers. So I, I know that there's a way to sort of do it, but at the same time, though, these streamers, they're not, they're not telling writers or creators how like that their, their stream, their, uh, their show has, you know, has had this many viewers or this many viewers. Um, so that's, that's sort of tricky, but essentially because we know that that system is, is flawed and, you know, they're, they're not doing ads anymore. It's like, you know, there's no such, it, we don't have the system kind of like back in the heyday of TV where, you know, your, your show gets syndicated and you're able to make money in China and into in Africa and all these places that are streaming Seinfeld, you know, that's one reason why, you know, Seinfeld is close to a damn billionaire, you know, it's because of the city and, and all, and, you know, these people playing these countries playing your, your, your show over and over again. So to combat that, at least again, when I looked into, we're looking for more uh, upfront fees, um, upfront fees to compensate for the lack of residuals um, in streaming. Um, that so, just just so that so that's why we want the pay to increase because like, hey, we're not getting residuals, so we need to be able to to circumvent that by paying me upfront when it comes to selling a show, being on, be, being of staffed on this show. Um, now where it gets a little bit interesting is we're also looking for um, not, I'm not sure if it's the, the whole of the abolishment of mini rooms, but, Mm -hmm. but we want to get rid of the concept of mini rooms. So if you, those of you don't know, a mini room is essentially, let's say if you have a show, like I'm just going to use that, this show as an example, 
I don't know shade to the show. Um, mm-hmm. For example, of uh, a swarm on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, from my recollection, when I look at the the, I'm not sure if it was a mini room, but you might have a show like that that has the head writer. You know, like a Don, the Donald Glover. You have a head writer. You have maybe another another head writer or another EP or what have you, and maybe two or three other writers or so on a show like that. So so it will be a small room. And they're doing, you know, maybe five episodes or eight episodes. And also the orders of a lot of these shows are are small. So back in the day, you would have a show that would be, and, and I think Fran Drescher talked about this, hmm. your average show would have, you know, 20 episodes or, you know, 25 episodes. You have a large season orders. I mean, for Raven's Home, we had, we had about 20 episodes. So this was a, this show is very much like a more of an old guard TV show. Hmm. But, you know, some of these shows, like again, a swarm might have like five five episodes uh, eight episodes you know they're, they're smaller right so um so we're looking for these companies to not hire and to to put regulations on mini rooms so that you are able to have um larger writers rooms or you know or more of an average size writers rooms to give more opportunities and more um more employment opportunities to other uh writers so even so you know that that's very important because again, you can have a couple of shows on Amazon or a streaming service, but they're they're hiring these mini rooms, so it's like only five or or six or so. Again, I don't have the exact number, but mm-hmm. you just have a lower number of writers on a show than the usual. Maybe you know you can have like fifteen or you know or however many writers, a larger number of writers on a show. So we're looking to combat that, um, and then the. Really, one of the big, the bigger things that I know we're probably going to get into, and and mm-hmm. SAG are fighting this as well, and I think it's a huge, uh, threat, existential threat, if you will, is yeah. uh, is AI and 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 the um, the assurance of and and putting regulations on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely we'll definitely touch on that. Um, but yeah, I did not know uh, about the mini room because that that's uh, you know. Yeah. Very informative. Yeah. Dig, I'm not That's, sure if you heard of that. Before. Yeah, yes. no. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I was gonna say, like, yeah, I, I think um people also got tricked with the like the smaller syndication orders for or not even syndication orders, but just like the smaller uh prestige dramas. Like HBO has 10 to 13 episode seasons. That's been their thing, but those are more expensive, right? Like this is it's a special case with that. But now mm-hmm. I think a lot of shows or a lot of streaming services try to keep those numbers down episode wise because maybe there's like an error prestige to that, um, which, you know, undercuts the actual creators working on the shows because there's not much time. There's not much money uh, spent even developing it. It's just they see that and they think they can sell that better than starting a new like the next office, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. The next Parks and Rec, the next community sitcom wise, like those shows had like 20 episode seasons 20 plus episode seasons constantly towards the end not so much that's the the evolution of television that i was just talking about but like i don't know you also just can't build an audience very often you know because that's more of a mini series thing if you're doing seven episodes 10 episodes you can but i I do think like even just speaking to the creative side of it it's it's a little harder to stay uh uh engaged or or to flesh out your world and characters more like I'm speaking just for myself. I I like when sometimes there's like a bottle episode once in a while. Not every show needs one, but you get what I mean, right? Like there's there are tropes in TV that are kind of fun, you know. Just yeah. a one-off episode. They're doing like a gimmick over here. Community has the incredible paintball episodes that everyone loves, you know. Yeah. 
can't really do those with like six to ten episode seasons because everything has to be about the plot constantly. It has to keep moving, and it's nice when things settle down. Yeah, all. but I, I think that you know, I, even like building an audience, I, I think that's that was more that's a show thing, and and seemingly with these streaming services, it's like they want to keep kind of pumping out content to kind of keep you keep you signed up to to keep you engaged in in the on on the, to keep you on a streaming service. Um, and and also with the mini room and the 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 shorter episode orders, I think that one reason could also very well be you know the the increase of binge watching. So it's like, hey, you know, we we have a a series that is eight episodes, and you binge it over you binge it over a weekend, as opposed to we're gonna order twenty episodes of a thing, and then we have to we, we're gonna prolong it because you know you have to shoot, you have to you know edit and all that. So it's like we 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 can prolong this for you know however many months you know again like raven's home is like they they put out about two or three episodes a week or so and then, and then they're being premiered on disney channel so it just really depends on the format of of or the setup of what of what that show is um so yeah no it is, it is very much um different in in tv and and yeah it's like so you do have shows like an abba elementary that i think is kind of gained an audience and at least you know like a comedic show but it's it's uh a lot of options out there and also too you know another important thing that we have to remember is that because of streaming current news shows are not just competing with the new shows that are being made but they're also competing with damn near every show of the past mm-hmm. yeah so I, I bet you like the office on peacock or or remember back when the office was on netflix yep yeah the office was on netflix it was beating out damn, damn near every other show that was that or most of the other shows that were being that that were new so it's like so it's it's there you can always go back to the old stuff you can go back to things that are really old you know so um so that's that's another big thing to kind of keep in mind with with and that's another reason why you know ip is so is is so that they always like to go back to that to old whatever the ip is because it's it's a guaranteed audience as opposed as opposed to making something new which seems a little bit more of a gamble you know yeah yeah, no, that's uh, no, that's really well put. Cause yeah, I mean, like, yeah, everyone was like just rewatching The Office during like 2020. or like, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to compete Comfort, with something because you you watch it again. You know, you know that it, you know that it's funny. You, mm-hmm. it's 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 that humor that you're that you're into, especially you know during a time of like the. I think the reason why you would probably you know back then it was probably still just as popular if not probably more popular was because in 2020 you had the pandemic so you had mm-hmm. a lot of uncertainty so yeah. you got a lot of so when there's a lot of uncertainty happening you know like there's a there's a reaction so when there's a lot of uncertainty happening in the real in the in the outer world when you're at home you want something that is a guarantee you know so you're probably gonna be less likely to start something new because i don't know if it's gonna be good but i know yeah. that it's gonna be good i'm i guess i'm gonna watch the office comfort show yeah yeah um i guess just kind of moving along here um a little i guess the opposite of the comfort is uh yeah kind of what you're talking about the ai in like regards to just the writing of uh like scripts things like that which is like terrifying um i guess that report that came out too about uh was it the ai like like they're gonna scan you know uh for one of the for the sag thing where they were gonna like scan people in the background and just like reuse their like likeness like forever that's some yeah, like black mirror stuff yeah yeah they need to yeah i i think that so 
the that was something that with the AI that I don't think me personally that mm. I think that the WGA wasn't wasn't harsh enough on mm. because the WGA was simply asking for and it, to me the the language of it was a little vague at least okay. there, there could be more to it that I'm not able to see because I'm just a, I'm just WGA member number blah 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 yeah. but um, but there's so there's probably more to it but at least from what I was able to to find out for myself it was just they were just looking for assurances and making sure that there's some kind of regulations there oh oh no I do know that they that the WGA is looking um so that AI is not is not being used to create or rewrite material, mm. uh, but but more so used as a tool. And the AMTPT, I, I always I can never get the acronym right. But the mm. studios, let's just say the studios. Yeah, they, studios. Yeah. They um and in the in the people who were striking that we were trying to negotiate with, the AM the AP American Motion Picture AMPT. P. I can again. I, I people, think that was the one. I think that was the yeah, one. Was, okay, good. As I, I'm like, ah, oh, man. I was, I, I was like, dang. I hope I don't mess it up. But they basically were saying that um, the counter was we were going to have yearly meetings about about um, AI. So mm. basically saying, you know, f you. We're not gonna, you know. So and and I think that even when it comes to to the SAG, which again is something similar because they don't, they're trying to scan and and have the people in the background and not and not pay them. It's um these people are looking to maximize as much of their profits as possible. Yeah. Um to, to the point where these background, let's just the just just let's just take SAG. Let's 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 put WJ to the side and just look at SAG to the point where we want these people who, you know, it's like a background actor. It's like it's like when you go back and you and you you watch a movie from like the 80s or something, it's like, oh wow, it's it's Chadwick Bozeman. Oh wow, I didn't know. What's his name? You know, so and so was you know was in that episode of of Fresh Prince. Wh whatever, whatever you're watching, it's like you know mm -hmm. these actors. A lot of these, a lot of some of the time, you know, not all the time, but some of the time, these people are able to progress and you know, it's like being a background actor allows them to make a living for the in, until they get that you know that that higher up gig and they kind of move up and up and up. So, um, so to eliminate these these people's income. It would be a huge, that would be a huge blow to a significant demographic of, of actors. And, and background work is, is important. Um, mm -hmm. Background work is, you know, they, especially seeing it on, on Raven's Home. It's like, you know, sometimes we'll be watching, we'll be watching the, the, the takes on Raven's Home and you, you notice background actors, like there's a, there's an art to being when you're, when you're there and you're, you're drinking water and you're talking and you're, you know, eating the mm -hmm. food. It's like, there's a, there's an art to it. I mean, these, these, these are not, these are not positions that you, that you can just, you can, you can use your, it's going to be noticed that it's not, it's not a, it's not, I mean, I, I think that is bore that is it's not boring. It is unethical. Yeah. You yeah. know, in, in this, and and I know that, you know, even with, especially, look, it's kind of like this, at, at least with CGI, it's like, sure, like you, you've seen, you've seen a Star Wars movie, we've seen the aliens or the, or the droids in the background. And yes, they use CGI um, for those, for that background. It's like, you know, we watch like those George Lucas special editions and you see like, mm -hmm. a, it's like, that wasn't necessary. George, you didn't have to put that in there, but he did. <laughs> yeah. You know, he did anyway, whatever. But yeah. The, the the difference was that at least with this is like now they're trying to literally scan and take away your 
use use your 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 identity because you as a, as an actor that's why you have face shots like it's like this is that that's your money maker it's like you know mm-hmm. actors are not being they're not being conceited or whatever when it's like this is my money maker it's like that that is is like very important um so but yeah so that's I, and i hope that that the sag is able to fight that and 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 get that completely condemned i think i think that is absolutely yeah. You know, yeah. even even more so than even the stuff that we're fighting for in the w in the wga i think that yeah. is that's completely completely messed up yeah that's uh, yeah that's yeah that's so terrifying and unethical because it's like you know been doing it for like 100 years background people you know background acting like things like that um you know I, I did some background acting just to like get by when i was like starting out uh you know in the industry like it's like kind of it's like a weird backbone i guess of like you know making it in hollywood it like it helps people just get by yeah you know yeah Yeah. there's a there's a a big um not like push but i think there's a lot less movies that have utilized background extras because of the cost of hiring so many background extras but you know i I think you can tell i think it's a real loss you know it's like you Mm -hmm. you like it when movies are populated with people because you go to the movies for characters and 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 powerful stories right and like you know, mm-hmm. not not even gonna name any names because you're probably gonna think of someone I say that like say the scene or something like that. But when you watch like a big spectacle movie and it's just a couple people in, in rooms talking and not like out and in, inhabiting like a world that they're trying to either like protect or destroy or whatever, right? Like you you don't feel anything when there's no people in a big action scene, right? If it's just yep. like spectacle oh, for the sake of spectacle, it's not very engaging. You know, yeah, I mean? and I, and I and apologies, I, I I wasn't aware. Like, if if I'm not, if I shouldn't bring up any movie examples, I that, oh no that, no no, I'm just no, I, I just no, it, this is a personal thing because I keep Gene knows I keep going back to the well of criticizing certain movies. This uh, is for me. Okay, I'm okay, trying I, to I, stop I myself. Yeah, yeah. No. I, was like, I was gonna say I didn't see that in the thing. Um, no no no, yeah. you're good. You're doing great. You're doing yeah. Great. So so yeah, I I hundred percent agree. And I, look, I will say, look, even. I'll use this. I, I, I'm always going back to superhero, superhero movies. It's like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. movies, which I I like. You know, most of them. Yeah. But you know, the the ones as of and I, and I understand you have COVID and all that. But even before yeah. kind of COVID, it's like sometimes when you watch big movies now, like like you just said, it's absolutely right. It's like there's a difference in. It's like when you watch the Raimi Spider-Man movies and you see the people in the background. You see the people of New York. You see you see the person eating the hot dog in the background or walking the dog. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like you. It's like you. You see, and it feels like a set, and it feels like that it's that it's lived in. And then now you you and and I and again, I understand we have COVID. I understand that people are trying to make the best out of out of you know this this this, this situation that we were that we were in and, and sort of still are in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, the back when there's no background and when it's green screen, it you 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 do feel it. There there is a there is a difference there's a significant difference and you and it's and it's very noticeable on a visceral kind of subconscious level um so i can only imagine what that will sort of be when it comes to to if if they were to try to implement this whole ai background thing yeah but but yeah so so ai is something as far as the wga was concerned was is something that um we were definitely trying to look for um caps on because Mm -hmm. we know because we know how these studios are we know how these execs are we know how i don't want to just but they are and i didn't really i it is it is greed i mean that that is that is what ultimately um ultimately this is and you know and 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 it's greed that's trying to cut out a significant portion of both 
both SAG and their income and the WGA and their income. And these are, and these are the people who collectively, because film, TV, this is a collective, mm-hmm. very, very collective um, effort. Um, when you watch it, look, you can watch a scene in your favorite movie and the person in the background, if it, they, they just like the, just like, you know, that's the star, the people in the background, they have, I'm not gonna say it's just as vital, but they do have a vital part. You know, the, the, the gaffers, the, you know, the, the people who are building the sets and it's like, it's like, this is, when you look at the credits, there's a reason why you have people who sit, there's a reason why, you know, you probably should sit through at least some of the credits because there are hundreds, if not thousands of people, you know, look at, look at, um, um, Spider-Verse and how many animators and, and, you know, in the stuff that, you know, the controversy with the, with some of the animators who, who left and all that, I think it was like mm-hmm. hundreds. So yeah. um, these are people who, who work very hard to get in this business that we all love and can enjoy and turn on TV and from a long day at work. Oh man, what's on? It's like, you know, these are people who are trying to, you know, who are contributing and I um, mean, we've got to make sure that these people are well compensated that so that they're able to make a living as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause yeah, no, like what you touched on. Yeah. The greed, you know, from like a lot of executives, like taking away like the soul of the industry, like what makes it, you know, like human or like important, you know, just can't have like an AI, like write your scripts. You can't have like just a CGI person in your background, you know? And I mean, and the thing yeah. about it is they can, they can try. I mean, they can try to do it. It's, and, and, and I think, I mean, like, like I said, I, I think where AI is going to go, it's, I think it's, it's interesting. It's terrifying. I, I, I played with chat GPT a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can't, I mean, with humor, it's still, it's very wonky when it comes to humor. It can, it can lay out, it can, it can write a, it can write you a, a script in regards or a scene that you actually to do in a, in a mm-hmm. some, some, somewhat competent way. But anybody who's, who reads scripts, it's like, you, you read something that's done by chat GPT versus it does, it, it is, it, it, it does feel like it's from a, from a machine or from like a, you know, it's just mimicking. Yeah. So, yeah i mean the not just mimicking i think we should also mention that you know it is just plagiarism it's a plagiarism machine basically because it's just taking information that other people have done and it scours mm-hmm. its its network to uh to find like right, yeah you know comparable data be like okay this is what uh i have access to this is i can replicate that as a machine yeah. and, and pump it back out and it's like oh okay like True. yeah it's it's technically functional i think it's also unethical um yeah and it's uh it's very silly that people think it could ever replace human beings as yeah. uh as as artists you know what i mean like yeah i'm sure the intention is absolutely there to replace people as as workers with that you know and not just in this industry not in just in this field like that yeah this yeah. is i think this is why uh especially the sag uh strike got so much attention like immediately too is not just that stars are not going to be walking red carpets it's that AI is going to be try to be implemented in like every field available in every workforce mm-hmm. uh, across the globe. Right. And I'm not, I'm not like fear mongering, like, Oh, Skynet, whatever. I'm just like, right. I think this is a real thing. We're all coming to understand now. Everyone is going to try to like, instead of hiring 12 teachers, maybe you have six teachers and then a computer teaches or regurgitates math, right. You just go to a class for like quizzes that kids can take. Like that's, that's the fear I have. And yeah. I don't think it's out never, of yeah, possibility. Yeah. That yeah. just just for so many reasons, just if you're talking about not to not to jump, because, you know, I, I do substitute teaching and stuff, you know, on mm-hmm. the side or whatever that, that there's there's no. That that's just 
that just could not could not work you you, you know mm-hmm. you there's there's some there's some fields i mean like look when it comes to i don't know coding or something i don't know like, and again even with that i'm not gonna pretend like I, I i know but i know that there's you know from from what i read or looked into you know they're looking to replace coders and and, and a lot of other copywriters and things of this nature using chat gpt or, or or ai but when it comes to like certain fields i mean that's what i'm saying even with like acting and stuff it's like when you, it's like when you watch these weird and they're, they're getting they're getting better but it's like when you're watching these weird commercials that are done by chat gpt it's like or not not chat gpt oh the ai yeah like the secret okay. invasion credits yeah, yeah. and I'll be honest with you, I have not watched Secret Invasion because of those credits. I, I like when, yeah. when they shouldn't have. They should have just either, and I know they probably did it for the press, but mm-hmm. they should have said that they were that they were using AI to, to do those credits, or else I probably would have watched them, watch watch the show because I was interested in the show. But because of that, it's like, damn, you guys are doing that already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, it looks yeah. bad. Like those are some of the worst credits because it's like they give like it, uh, Nick Fury two eye patches or something, and then and yeah. Like, um, it, and it, and I heard the show is not all that. It's just kind of like yeah, it's not good. Like why? Because because we know, yeah, it's not. It's it's then it's gonna be the first the the first Marvel thing that's written by AI. Like we I we know what they're we 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 know it, and so it's like. Yeah. It's like Mar- Marvel has the money, and I know that they use artists ultimately to like within the credits. So I I know that it's not it wasn't all AI, but even still, it just it's just you're Marvel. You you can you can afford to you can just hire the just mm-hmm. hire the artist to just make the thing. Yeah, and they yeah you they know, we know you can do it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing too. Yeah, a lot of these people, a lot of the like you know execs are like you know Mar- Marvel could pay for it. Like they're like extremely pro- you know was profitable like what have you franchise um yeah like yeah even even like just taking it like as an animation a work of animated art right it's like let's say spider-verse doesn't exist yet okay that any of the spider-verse movies if you are a sony executive and you plug in some stuff into an ai data, i don't even know how, how like you, you get the ai stuff right but mm-hmm. some guys like i want to make an animated spider-man movie so we can keep pumping spider-man money out right it's not going to look like those movies do those movies don't no. exist without the hundreds and hundreds of talented artists and you know like like we mentioned already there's obviously lots of talk about with uh the yeah the, the work force in, in those movies unfortunately but those movies don't exist without everyone contributing to them oh. human beings uh for movies like live action movies and tv shows those don't exist without the hundreds and hundreds of people working together even the mistakes even the messy days even the, the stressful days like it is just part of the human experience just getting together and talking about shit and making shit you know um it's it's why we exist you know like there's maybe yeah. there's no greater like higher calling than just getting together with a bunch of people and you know trying to make something to be proud of or yeah. or you know maybe you have a bad day and it's like man we shared that bad day together like that is a bonding experience you know yeah and you don't get that with these machines yeah and, and I, I think that because let, let's be honest, there there is a corporate nature to a lot of of how a lot of these big budget movies are done. Mm-hmm. Seen it, it's like it's like you know even when you watch, it's like you know an, um, another superhero movie. It's like it's like okay, they they filmed three different endings for it. Yeah, it's like we know that there, there's a lot of corporate. It's not you know so we get it with Star Wars, with this, you know, whatever. The, there there's a corporate nature 
already and a lot of people have been criticizing the movie business because or the movies big these big movies because the corporatism i don't know that's a word the corporatism that they that they that these movies are kind of made under have kind of stripped the soul out of a lot of these movies you know so you so you, on one end you have a movie like guardians of the galaxy at least the first one or, or, or most of them but the first mm -hmm. one especially that you you can feel that there's a soul there that there, there, this was a movie made out of love and the practical effects and in and, and the in and the all that like it's like wow it's like this was a this felt like this is, was a classic sort of film that was made you know and then you have other movies that and I'm not going to name to bash any, but it's like you you see these other movies that are you that you can tell are made under this corporate mandate. So even when you're making something that doesn't have an AI influence, you can tell if it's coming from a place from the heart or a place of like, okay, this is rather this story should be told versus doing it to check boxes on a on a on a pie chart or like an Excel spreadsheet. So I can only imagine what these movies will look like if they have a significant AI influence. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we, we can feel the soulless nature of a thing, even when it's made by people. So, and, and, and it's not, and, and these movies, even, even something as big as Avatar 2, it's like Avatar 2, even though it was a big, big, you know, James Cameron spectacle, I, I think was made from a heart. I think it was made from a, from a, from a, a Jingman place, even though there's a lot of CGI with that movie and all that, but you can tell the, like there, there's so there, there was a soul there. So, mm -hmm. um, so I, I think it's just important that we understand in the, the cynics, this, this, there are people who are, who are saying, yeah, they, 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 they could, you know, replace the, you know, they could make Jack GPT write these scripts and blah, 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 you know, because you do have people who are more on that side of things. And it's like, no, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. And, it, and it's going to, it's going to convey in, in the, 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 the people who are the, the numbers, I, I, I think, but I don't know, could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're yeah. totally right. Like, I would say 99% of people who have watched movies have one movie that makes them cry, at least, if if not more, right? I cry at everything now. But, right. like, it, you, don't, you don't just do that on a whim. You got to feel some sort of emotional investment, and that has to be created by human beings. Yeah. The computer has never made me cry just because I looked at it. You know? yeah. I, I yeah. cried uh, at, at the end of Avatar 2 when the 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 sun dies and then i cried at the end again when the funeral so mm -hmm. yeah we're pro avatar too by the way so this oh, is yeah, yeah. there we go yeah it's great uh, avatar you know that people got the criticisms of it i thought it, i thought yeah. it was, i thought it, i thought it, i thought it was i liked it better than the, than the first one yeah, mm -hmm. me too me too same mm -hmm. yeah um yeah no really good put yeah cause the, definitely need the soul in this business um kind of uh just like winding down here uh jordan can you say uh some of the morale and the picket lines i know you said like uh, some stories before but any, any antecedents you could say just kind of being on the the front line of the protest yeah i mean just a few things i mean i go over here to uh to to netflix um and it's it's sometimes well i would say in the beginning of the picket of the of the protest it was definitely more more writers there so some it's kind of wind down just a little bit but well i shouldn't say that because because of the sag it's actually picked back up um, so I think that's very helpful. But I, I mean, I think that, you know, sometimes you have you have certain days on a picket line, depending upon, you know, the studio. So there's there's net people pick it at Netflix. That's the site. Um, um, Disney and Burbank, uh, um, WB also in like North Hollywood, um, Amazon, I think Sony, um, the Paramount. Like there's a there's a number of places where you can where you can go and and as a, a SAG or WJ member and pick it. Um, 
but you know you have like theme days so it's like okay we were having like taylor swift day or you know flavor flaves mm. is showing up on wb lot at you know mm. at three o'clock later or you know there's like an ice cream bar or you know there's a um you know there's a there's a karaoke or you know there's there's a there was a black writers meetup at at paramount which was huge you know paula Patton was mm. there. um stephen capel jr was there the d- director of uh transformers um mm-hmm. Um, little rail was there so it's so you have like these these to, to in order to continue to to build morale and to to keep people engaged um you have um writers groups so sometimes like oh like the disney writers are gonna are gonna go to the disney lot um you know this this day and, and meet up and and have you know somebody's gonna be at the loudspeaker there's gonna be so they they have certain events there to kind of keep members engaged um, you know, you go in, you check in, you grab your picket, your, your picket sign. And um, so it's been overall pretty, pretty well. I mean, you know, th- there, there was two shifts, the early shift and then the the later afternoon shift. I think now it's just one shift because people are kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, there's, it's hot outside. And so the, so the guild is very mindful. Um, you know, there's snacks there, you know, pe- there's like, you know, donuts sometimes or, you know, um, water, plenty of water and, and, and all that. So it's, it's uh, overall, the, I think, at least in my experience, it's, it's been nice, you know. But mo- like I said, I walk, I just walk to Netflix. I pick it there uh, for for a few hours. Um, sometimes I, you know, I see somebody that I know. I, I've only been working for a few years, so I don't know a whole lot of people. But sometimes mm-hmm. I, I might see somebody from one of my old shows, or or maybe mm-hmm. I try to make a new friend, make a new connect. I mean, I think that um, for anybody listening who is trying to get into the guild, or anybody who's interested in writing, and if you're in the area of maybe a a a, a picket lines or and if you, you're not working or whatever that day if it's it's good to go and to talk with people i mean people on the picket lines are relatively i mean a lot of the writers are introverts like myself but they're 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 very friendly um and we're all kind of in this together and you never know it's like some it's like i i went and i talked to one of the guys and he was and a few a, a gang was some of the writers from uh from everybody hates chris you know cool. so so sometimes you kind of never know it's like you it's like oh yeah there's so and so you know there's Oh, I remember that actress. Or oh, I remember that. Oh, oh, wow! You you worked on New Girl for X. It's like you just you just really never you really never know. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's really great to hear. Yeah, it's like yeah, definitely like you know good to show like solidarity things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's good to hear like the morale and everything. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's been like really in the thick of it. Yeah, because it's been like you know almost three months too. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just I just gotta say, like, this is me being cynical, and I I think we could all understand at this point that it's unfortunately going to go on longer. It it doesn't look like the studios want to talk to anyone, um, so fuck them. Uh, But I guess uh, Gene, if I could uh, lead us out here, I oh yeah, yeah. Um, I want to ask you, Jordan, what is the best way to support the WGA right now if someone can't make it to a picket line if someone's you know not in a, a central hub of like los angeles or new york or places where uh, they could get attention by picketing Oof. oh that's a that's a very good and i thought about the question it was a very very good question it was gene's question i just stole it yeah thank you gene. Oh, it's a very good question um i would say sharing i think look i'm not going to be a hypocrite I, what i would love to say cancel netflix or whatever but i still have streaming i, I you know there's still you know especially now having all this time I'm, there's still stuff i'm, I'm going to watch I, I went to go see mission impossible i'm not going to tell you to to stop enjoying 
um, movies and TV because, you know, I, I, it, it's, I think you should enjoy them, you know, unless these companies are doing something currently unethical. I mean, yes, we are fighting against, you know, the, the big, you know, the big studios and all that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and do that. I will say that I think something that is very beneficial that I've noticed is just sharing of is looking into information and sharing information. So this could be something as simple as like, like of, you know, you, you see something about the WGA or see something about SAG and what SAG are fighting for. And just, just posting the share button, I think is very helpful. Cause I think a lot of people, a lot of people don't truly understand what exactly that these, that, that these protests are about and something as simple as just sharing something, putting something on your story, maybe it doesn't have to be on your, on your, on your feed, but just sharing yeah. something on your on your story or sharing some something to a to a friend, whether it's like it's information about like why SAG is protesting, you know, what it is that they're looking for, or you know, what what it is that their studios are trying to do, the whole AI of it all. Cause I, I think that that when people realize like, wow, they're trying to scan the likenesses of these background, I, I don't see how a how a person with any sort of sort of heart or or em empathy can say that that's a good thing. And I think that the more widespread this information will be the more that that everybody not just not just the people who are involved in the industry or even the people who who stay in tune with the industry like us or the people who are in the who are in the know about it but just your everyday people like like your 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 godparents or my my grandparents my uncles aunts and cousins so on and so mm -hmm. forth can know about what's what's going on and i think that maybe that can that can be helpful in regards to just just as a whole being like wow this is this is messed up um and I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if that's going to affect the studios in any sort of way. I, I, it's just, but I, I, I think that at the very least spreading awareness can kind of, can kind of bring a greater, I don't know, like it, you, you, you just, you just kind of never know. It, it, it could be the difference between, you know, a person actually coming to and seeing like, wow, that is messed up. I'm, I'm going to share this, or I'm going to look more into this. And just, I, I think that, that, that spreading of, of information can, um, is the, is the beginning could be the beginning of something not not quite sure but i but i know that that's at least for me is is what i try to do and it's something that i appreciate when other people do is is um it's just sharing looking yeah. re looking looking for yourself wow that's interesting like click you know like what's that what's fran drescher talking about wow that's interesting share it to somebody else you know because if you're if you look if you're listening to this if you if you watch movies if you watch tv there's hundreds thousands of people that are behind a lot of times your your favorite thing whether there's something that you watched this year or, so, or on on in the big screen or on 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 the streaming services netflix amazon hulu and these are real people just just like you just like your your aunts uncles brothers and sisters and all that and and um so just uh so i would just say share yeah yeah, yeah really I, really well said um yeah i believe and, that too yeah. yeah, I mean, there, there's so much else to, to cover, but we'd be here for another 24 hours and then another 24 hours after <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So the I, I will be over. <laughs> the strike will be yeah. over by the time we're done covering it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to leave some links in the descriptions to this mm -hmm. to these episodes, uh, wherever you listen to them, uh, for the stuff we talked about today, uh, specifically the, um, the scanning of background actors, especially um, links to donate to uh, strike mm -hmm. funds for people on strike in the that could be interesting to donate to strike i should, probably should have said that as well but don't but and, and, and i guess you know sometimes it's like you know I, obviously some people might be strapped for cash i understand there's inflation and things of this nature 
Um, but so if, if you have it, if you, you know, if, 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 if it's in your heart, definitely, um, strike funds that that's a big thing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, like Jordan said, just like if you, you, uh, are strapped for cash, share the, the link, share them around, share mm-hmm. all this stuff. Um, yeah, solidarity is, is the way forward, you know, like union strong, baby. Uh, Jordan yeah. Mitchell, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this thank was you, a delight. Thank you, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was good to good to have you back. Good to chat with you. Yeah, it's been too long since you've been since you've been on the show. So yeah, love to do it, do it again. But I know have a great rest of your day, everybody. Yeah, Thanks, you yeah. guys too. All right. Uh, yeah, just links down to everything today. We're not going to plug anything else. Just uh, take care. Uh, you yeah. strong. All right. See you later. Oh, workers, can you stand it? Oh, tell me how you can. Will you be a lousy scab or will you be a man? Which side are you on? Which side are you on? Don't scab for the bosses, don't listen to their lies. Us poor folks haven't got a chance unless we organize. Which side are you on? Which side are you on? Which side are you on?